Hope you're doing well. I hope you had a wonderful week. This week's shear is sponsored by Shimon and Randy Marlin of Wesley Hills, New York. Le'ule Nishmas, Yeno, Ben Chaim Leib, Allah Hashalom, Mez and Shalom Aven Aliyah. For future dedications, please reach out to 845-367-2959. In this week's parsha, we learn about the halachas of the Melech, of the King of Kal Yisrael, and we find a very interesting halacha, we find a very interesting requirement for the king, which is as follows. The Pasik says, That when the king is seated on his royal throne, he shall have a Mishnah Torah, which is loosely translated as a copy of the Torah. And he will read it all of his days. And the question is, what exactly is Mishnah Torah? Simply translated, as we said, it means a copy of the Torah. But what is this? So Rashi, the go-to explanation, tells us Mishnah Torah actually means he should have two copies of the Sifir Torah, but they are meant to be kept in very specific places. The first place, Rashi says, is to be kept with him in war, in combat, on the battlefield. And the second one is to be kept... As Rashi says, the base Ginozov in his treasury. This leads us to the obvious question, which is the Torah Kdoisha, a written Sefer Torah, the Torah scroll, is meant to govern our lives. It's our quote unquote rule book. The way a Yid, a Jew, conducts his life, the way we act, all Tarek mitzvahs, what purpose does the Sefer Torah in such a place serve for the Malach? I want to share a beautiful pshat from the Alexander Rov in the name of the Pshischa Rav, who says as follows, provides the following insight. He says, the reason why a Melech needs to have two Sifri Torah, one in his forearm on the battlefield in combat, and one stashed away in his treasury, is as follows. Every single Yid needs to embody two distinct, diametrically opposing qualities. The first one, is the attitude of Bishvili Nivra Ha'olam, that for my sake the entire world was created, which is seemingly Gaivedik, it's all about me, it's my Taivas, but obviously it's not, everything is within reason, within proportion. And the second quality is Anuichi Afar Ve'efer, I'm nothing more than dust and ashes. Rima Ve'telea, I'm no more than a maggot and a worm. Every Yid, on his quest through life, has to identify at different times, different periods, under different circumstances, with these two different attitudes, these two different qualities. And a king has an even greater obligation, as the Torah says in this week's parasha, that besides these qualities of every regular Yid, every regular Jew, Melech, the king, has an even greater requirement, which is, You shall be free to set a king over yourselves, one chosen by Hashem, meaning Hashem is actually the one Kaviyachal that's choosing the king. And from this Pasuk, the Gemara Ksubis Tafid Zayin learns out that if a Melech wants to be Meichel, he wants to forgo his cover, he wants to give up, he wants to be Meichel on his honor, it's Asr. He's not allowed to do that. Why? Because it's a heavenly operation. It was a divine choice. The fact that this person rose to Melucha, rose to kingship, it's clear, it's apparent that that was Ratan Hashem. Hashem chose him. And therefore, if he's giving up on his own cover, that's giving up on Kavayit Shemayim, which he's not allowed to do. And therefore, a king, a melech, cannot be Meichel al He cannot forgo his covet. What we see from here is that every year, we face a conflict with two different 
attitudes, two different qualities. One of gaiva, one of it's about me, but obviously not real gaiva. It's kosher gaiva, it's kosher gaiva. We're allowed to do it. Hashem wants us. Hashem wants us to feel good. He wants us to feel exalted. He wants us to feel holy and exalted on a micro and a macro level as an individual and as a klal, as a congregation. Yes, simultaneously, we also have to feel offer ani. If to feel we're dust, we're ka'afr da'ara, we have to feel rima v'teleas. We're no greater, as we say on Yom Kippur, than a worm, than a maggot. What's our future? What's our destiny? To go back, down six feet, six feet under. We have these two diametric opposing feelings, these two different personalities that we have to tap into, and a king, beyond all of them, has to act, has to conduct himself as a melech, and it's required. He can't be meichan as covered. It's even a greater achrayas. And therefore says, Rabsim Chabunim, that the reason why a king has to have two sefer one in the battlefield, and one locked up in his treasury, is because this serves as a reminder that there's two separate avidus. There's one on the battlefield. There's one with all the glory and fame and honor that's required of him to conduct himself with. That's required of the people to give him, that Hashem wants him to have on the battlefield. He's making life and death decisions off the cuff. Everyone's applauding him. And so much feelings of my might, my strength must creep into his head naturally. He's winning wars. He's claiming victory. His name and his kingship, they're gaining traction. Yeah, after all this, he comes home, he comes to his house, he comes back to his wife and his kids, he opens the door. And at that point, he's no longer the mighty, awesome, Herculean king that he was on the battlefield. He's a regular simpleton, a regular yid that has to conduct himself with ma'oni. Who am I? Ma'chai, what's my life? He has to bounce from 100 right down to zero, complete deflation. As he opens the door. And at that moment, when he's thinking, when he has all these thoughts of, wow, I just conquered, I just won, my army, my people, look how amazing we are. Our strategies, our tactics, our plan, it all worked out. We're unbelievable, we're incredible, mighty and fierce. And at that second, he opens that door, he comes into his house, futile, nothing, lowliness. I'm no greater than anyone else, says Rav Simchabunim. He needs another Sefer Torah. Right when he opens that door, when he opens his treasury, he walks into the palace and he remembers, wait, he remembers, I have a new avoida. I have to bounce back into a different reality, into a different avoida that's in front of me now. What was, was. On the battlefield, that stays there. Those are the circumstances that have to remain on the battlefield, in war and combat. But right now, it's a new deck of cards, a new set of rules. That is the second Sefer he opens up, he looks at that new Sefer that was stashed away in his treasury. It's glowing. It was sitting there the whole time, pure and holy. It wasn't influenced by all the victory, by the Kriche Yadi. It sat there pure and humble. And when he looks at that Sefer it reminds him that there's a new Avaidah that's mandated. The Avaidah of Hachna, the Avaidah of realizing that I'm nothing, of Anivus, of Shiflus, of Bittal, of realizing that I'm not really a king, I'm not really anything. It's all Hashem, it's all the Ebishter. He was the one that chose me, Soim Tasim Alech Melech. Hashem chose me, He was Soim Tasim, He put me in this place. I'm merely a pawn, a moving puzzle piece for Hashem's master plan, but I'm really nothing. And when he looks at that Sefer Torah, it reminds him, he's able to make this new matziv, this new situation, a reality. He looks at that Sefer Torah stashed away, and he says, Ah, oh, it might be a new Avaidah. 
I need to be reminded of the humility, the anivas that I have to tap into now. But it's one Sefer Torah. It's a separate Avedah. And that's why he has a new one, a separate one that was stashed away. It wasn't just collecting dust. It was there as the strongest reminder to remain untouched and uninfluenced. So that when he comes home, he can bounce right back into this new reality. And he'll remember that although it's two separate Avedis, it's one Sefer Torah. It's one Ratz and Hashem. And when it's time to act like a Melech, I'll act like a Melech. And when it's time to act like a regular, simple, futile, powerless Yid, I would do as such. And this is why he has two Sefer Torah. To be able to hover between these two realities that are both required of him. The takeaway message for all of us, what I believe is, as the Baal Shem Tev says, we're all going through our own personal melchamas, our own personal wars, our struggles with Yitzhahara, with the Sultan, with Nisainus. We're like a king, each and every one of us. We're kings, all in a right of our own. And we all go through times of highs and lows. But the Yisoyed, the Avoida is to realize that when we're feeling high, to utilize and get involved and absorb that, focus on that. And when we're feeling low, when we're feeling shiftless, anivas, use that as a conduit, as a way of getting closer to the Rabbani Shalom. Let those feelings of lowliness, let them be channeled for Avoidah. Let them not be despondency, anxiety, depression. Channel it towards Avoidah, of shiftless, of bitl. Realize that Hashem can take care of everything. He can change any situation for the good. And realize that it's all in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hand. And when we use these Avoidahs, when we use these opportunities for more mitzvahs, for more kedusha, we're all, in essence, being a king, because that's the avoid of a king, to use these two opposing, clashing qualities of gaiva that the whole world was created for me, yet at the same time, offer ani, I'm dust, and us too, each and every one of us, we have to be able to bounce between, hover between the two those two worlds, and we must always remember that it's not two Separate Avaidis, it's one Avaida, it's one Torah, it's one Ratzin Hashem. And even during El, when it's time of self-introspection and Shuva, not to beat ourselves up too much, should be Mitoich Ahava, Mitoich Love and coming back to the Rabbani Shalom. And then, after that, we can come and claim victory on all of the Nisanis that we overcame, all the battles that we fought for the Rabbani Shalom, all the Muhammad's. And when we use these two conduits, of Avaida, the shiftless lowliness, the humility, and the gaiva, the bishvilini ha'ilam, that should continue to bring Hashem tremendous nachas and be marbekivayt shemaim. We should all be zeicher, the lichtige, the hoibin el. We should be able to tap into all the avodas at the right time, at the right place, and all feel elevated and exalted and closer to the banish I thank each and every one of you for listening. I wish you all a wonderful Shabbos.